And just like that, just like that, we are live for the first time ever on Paranormal Night Shift. Andy, how are you doing, buddy? Dude, I'm doing fantastic tonight. I am stoked about this being the very first live stream that we are doing on Paranormal Night Shift everywhere. Everywhere. And it really is one of those things. Thank you guys for being a part of the first one that we've done. This is so paranormal night shift is near and dear to my heart. I've been doing night shift for the better half of two decades. And if you follow me on other socials, you'll understand that that's, that's what I am. According to my heavyweight title back there, I'm the king of night shift. And (laughs) I made a comment a while back. It's been about three months now. I made a comment about there are things that go bump in the night and us on night shift. We just, don't talk about it right and and i think truthfully with the paranormal it's one of those things that people don't feel comfortable until you feel comfortable with them because Uh there's so much scrutiny behind it right there's so much people have their own opinions um (laughs) for, for whatever their their belief system is um whatever they may or may not have seen and mostly they don't want to be they don't want to be called crazy right Right. you know there anytime you talk about ghosts or paranormal or ufos or bigfoots it it always brings some sort of uh some sort of stigma behind it right like oh it's just it's old billy joe standing in the in the farm and, and the local news always grabs that guy just old Billy Joe standing in the farm. So I think with what has happened with Paranormal Night Shift, with it being fan-based stories, I openly admit I don't go and investigate. Andy and I are not paranormal investigators, nor will we ever be paranormal investigators. And it's not because we're not interested in it. It's because we come at it not as a skeptic and not as a believer. I come at it with the idea that I want to hear your story. I'm a firm believer with with Bigfoot and with ghosts and with paranormal stuff and aliens and UFOs, all of it, that so many people have seen things. You mean to tell me that for centuries now, people have just been making up stories? It just doesn't, it doesn't work for me. Yeah. Oh, I know it. I completely agree. And there's stories that bond so many people together. There's stories that everybody has. One of my favorite stories is the one I'm about to tell. And it's a story dealing with a topic that so many people are uncomfortable with. But what's your belief in Ouija boards, Andy? Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. (laughs) Those things are creepy. Dude, when I say creepy, I don't mess with them. I don't mess with them. I don't mess with them. Mm-mm. I think there's certain things that you ought not meddle with. And, yeah, and this story, this story was sent in from Travis and is one of my favorite stories that I've ever heard. So Travis, Travis was a military kid and you know, military kids, if you've ever been one, if you've ever had a family in the military, you bounce around a lot, you bounce around a lot. And this was in the early nineties. So Travis Travis rebelled against his dad a lot because his dad was a military kid. So his dad was in the military, but this was the first time that Travis was going to stay somewhere 
for a long time. You know, after years of bouncing around and, and being a high school student, this was the first time that his senior year, he was actually going to stay at a school. 24-month contract. That's what his oh, dad wow. had signed. His dad has signed a 24-month contract. So, and his dad wasn't a ne- neglectful dad. His, gla- his dad wanted Travis to be happy. He embraced Travis's goth lifestyle. So they went to the mall, they bought him some clothes, and Travis started a new school and instantaneously, you know, started making friends. There was a lot of people there that were like him, that were into that goth and dark lifestyle. He met his friend Kai, and he met his sister Skylar, and the two of them hit it off. You know, being a 16-year-old boy, he automatically fell in love with this beautiful goth girl. They started hanging out all the time. So Halloween night, Travis was absolutely impressed that his dad was just going to let him spend the night there. Like, yeah, go hang out with your friends. It's okay that your sister, his sister is going to be there too. It's a party. Go have fun. Well, this meant that Travis got to spend the whole night with his girlfriend and his best friend. And fingers crossed, Travis was hoping for something. <laughs> what Travis failed to tell his dad was there weren't going to be parents involved. There was going to be a hippy-dippy grandma, but that's about it. So anything goes. Being goth kids and just having fun on Halloween, they decided that they were going to do something spooky. They were going to contact something. They were going to play with a Ouija board. So Travis and all his friends went down into the... Travis and all his friends went down into the basement. They start playing a Ouija board, and they... They contacted something, and it was very interested in Travis. Now, Travis didn't really believe in all of this. He didn't have, he didn't really believe in it. It was all fun, but his girlfriend really believed in it. The Ouija board started spelling things out, and it started spelling Travis's name. Guys, I don't don't think this is really cool anymore. I I don't really... this isn't this isn't cool. You guys are just playing with me. Leave it alone. No. No, Travis's girlfriend said. It's contacted you. It's it's chosen you. That's what I'm talking about. I don't I don't want to play this game anymore. But the girl was so involved in it. They wanted so much to happen. They wanted to contact something. Travis asked what it wanted. And this board and the planchette on the board started to move and it said sacrifice guys I don't want to play this game anymore no let's listen to it let's listen to it no I don't want to play the game anymore Travis grabbed the board and the planchette and he ran outside see earlier they had started a bonfire so Travis said he was going to destroy it it was evil he threw the Ouija board and the planchette into the bonfire and it burned a weird color he was happy It felt finally like it was over. When he turned around, all of his friends were pale and pasty. They knew the rules of the Ouija board. You have to close the session, Travis. It's still attached to you. You never told it goodbye. You never closed the session. That's the number one rule with Ouija boards. If you contact something, you have to close the session. Otherwise, whatever you contacted has no way to go forward or no way to go back. That was all 20 years ago, though. Travis actually ended up 
embracing his dad's military culture a little bit more. He cut his hair, got rid of his black highlights. He actually went to college, joined the military himself, and was doing pretty well for himself. Had a couple kids, settled down, and thought all about Ouija boards. Until recently. See, Travis had a big barbecue at his house. He had kids of his own now. And his daughter, his youngest daughter, comes running down the hallway. Daddy, daddy, the kids, the big kids are doing something bad. The big kids are doing something wrong. What? Travis ran upstairs and saw that they were playing with a Ouija board. He turned red. As any dad would. He overreacted. He grabbed the Ouija board, threw it, screamed at his kids. I can't believe that you guys would be doing this in my house. I've told you so many times not to mess with these things. They are evil. Travis had to be a dad. He finally cooled down. I overreacted. My, my kids didn't deserve me yelling at them. I don't know why I got so angry. That's when he noticed the planchette on the Ouija board begin to move. Hello, Travis. We've missed you. That's where Travis's story ends. And it's one of the, my favorite stories. But tell me, all of our listeners here, tell me what is your beliefs in Ouija boards? Do you believe that there are things that you can contact? That's one of my absolute favorite stories. It's one that started this paranormal night shift journey with me because that was the first one I had ever sent. Dude, that story is creepy. And just the, just the, the whole foundation of it, like, oh my goodness, dude. I mean, I don't know about you, but like, if I was that dad, I'd, well, for one, I've changed my drawers. Yeah, just be perfectly blunt. Absolutely. <laughs> so like that would straight up. Wow. You want to talk I, about it, dude? That would that would scare to live in. That that would scare that would scare me to, to like. Yeah, no. And, and there's so many of those stories out there. One of my one of my favorite people to listen to is is Coast to Coast. Um, Coast to Coast does a lot of the things that I feel like. I want to bring to Paranormal Night Shift to where Art Bell and, and George Norrie, they've never been skeptical. They ask plenty of questions, mm -hmm. but they've never been skeptical. And for a man like Art Bell, who has investigated and has seen and, and, and heard so many stories, he has a Ouija board story that he's never told. He said he messed with them one time, and that was the only time that he would ever mess with them. Now, And, and I believe that, you know, you, you you bring in the energy that you want to bring in, but, yep. but dude, that story right there, that's 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 definitely a scary one. And dude, like just be the kind of um I don't forget where I was going at one. But to kind of um to kind of reiterate it, the thing that I like Dude, this is a hundred percent fan submitted story. Exactly, exactly, and that's what I love about Paranormal Night Shift is these are these aren't me grabbing movie movies or anything like that and just trying to make mm. you guys. These are fan submitted stories. Like it, it, that that one and the one that I'm about to tell are, are ones that just truly make you think. Like, I mean, that's a well formatted story, and it's it's got to be one of those things. I think, you know, it's it's one of the, the Ouija boards is one of the ones that I think 
for so many people growing up the way that you and I grew up with, you know, with a Christian background and things like that, you don't oh, yeah. meddle with demons. Every yeah. good has to have a bad. That's the reason that there is these things. So the idea that, yes, maybe, maybe it can come across friendly, but it, it also is it. You invite, you invite it in because it is what it is. It's, it's mimicking what you want it to believe. Mm-hmm. And the, the concept of mimics is something that I totally enjoy too, which, which brings me to my second story for tonight. Have you ever heard, you, you, you see it all the time nowadays, especially on social media. Who's your celebrity doppelganger? Who's your celebrity to get doppelganger? You, you see it all the time. People go, oh, you look just like that guy. Or you look just get, like this girl. I get Kevin James from time to time. Mm-hmm. Especially back when I was clean shaven. Oh, when I was clean shaven, I got Chris Farley all the time. But okay. <laughs> yeah, when I was clean shaven, I got Chris Farley all the time. Always had a baby face until I grew the beard. But doppelgangers is one of those things that so many people talk about. And, and you know, there's there's a whole culture of of it being what it is now but what would you do if there was two yous how, how would you know which one is the right one how would you know who to believe if you came into your house and saw two of something or saw somebody there who wasn't supposed to be there how do you know which one's right how do you know who to believe that's a good question and it's a question that was asked in this story This story was submitted anonymously, and after I tell it to you, you'll understand why, but Mm -hmm. we're going to call him Kevin for the story. Just because you said Kevin, we're going to call him Kevin. Kevin Kevin was a maintenance man. Hmm. Kevin was a maintenance man in a metal refinery. And one of those things to where, as a maintenance man, there, there are things that sometimes just happen. I mean, I've been in the blue collar world my entire life. Bad things happen real quick. And and sometimes, sometimes in order for you to handle bad things, you, you have to bypass, you have to bypass certain safety procedures, but there's certain things that you never don't do. There was a CO2 alarm going off like a underground pressure alarm. And in the metal refinery, if you're melting, melting something like titanium, where it's being cooled by water, those two things don't mix all too terribly well. It can make a very dangerous combination. I know at a metal refinery down the house where I live, they had a, uh, they had a blow up a couple years ago and uh, they had a, they call it a pressure release. They had a pressure release a couple of years ago. It blew the windows out in the hospital. That was two miles away. It is a big deal. It is a dangerous deal. Kevin came across in his story and said they had a situation where it needed his needed his assistance pressure release. He was the only one that could keep everybody safe in this situation. Management came across the radio, said, we got to go now, like go get your stuff on. We have to go now. Kevin runs and puts on his equipment. His boss comes in there. Don't worry about the equipment. We have to go now. Well, it was never, never like his boss to say, don't, don't put on your safety equipment, especially in a life 
life or death situation. Why would you ever bypass your safety equipment? But Kevin didn't have time to think about that. Kevin grabbed his stuff and, and ran and started going down into this hole where the danger was. That was Kevin's job. But as Kevin is standing there with his supervisor going down in the hole, his radio goes off. Hey, Kev, what, what are you doing, man? Going down in the hole. Kev, what, what are you doing? Going down here. Kevin heard a familiar voice, but was seeing someone as well. His supervisor was coming over his radio, but his supervisor was standing right there. Boss man, I'm standing right in front of you. No, you're, no, you're not, Kev. You're not standing in front of me. I've, I've not left the locker room. I'm looking for you in the locker room. When Kevin looked up again at the man that was standing in front of him, and that man just smiled and dissipated, disappeared. Later to come find out that there was a CO2 alarm and that if Kevin went down there, he would have passed out almost instantaneously. Would have found himself in a situation where nobody would have been able to get him out. Now, nobody on the cameras saw what Kevin saw. They just saw Kevin. But Kevin knew clear as day that he was speaking to his supervisor. No stories of ghosts or anything like that, but whatever had was sending him down into the danger looked just like somebody he realized and somebody that he knew. That's creepy. And just to just to think that you're being led by something that just that that just looks so familiar, then that also makes you kind of wonder what's real and what's fake in life. Exactly. Like exactly. that's just that and, is crazy. And there's so there's so many of these doppelganger stories out there that have changed the way that I think a lot of people do. I mean, it's become the whole concepts of movies and you see it in cartoons all, all, all the time, but what is it? It looks like somebody, you know, it sounds like somebody, you know, but it's not somebody, you know, it's what is it? Is yeah. it evil? Is it is, this one clearly wanted to hurt Kevin and his, and his people. So I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I love getting these stories. We've had other ones where, husbands see their wives at the house and then come to find out that their wife's still at work. We've had a story sent in where um, a lady had called out of work to spend time with her family um, and then was seen at work, but she's hanging out with her family. Mimics, whatever they might be. How do you know in these situations who you're actually dealing with, which one's the right one? Um, there's a story coming down the pipe because I know we're getting close to spooky season. There's mm -hmm. a story that is currently sitting on my desk and waiting about a doppelganger encounter that turned a little bit physical. And what happened? How do you know? So there's... There's some weird stories out there, man. And, and, and it's one of those things that, you know, again, one or two, maybe. But as many as we receive, as many as, as other podcasts receive, there's got to be something to it. And I want to know. Oh, yeah. But I completely agree. Like, there has to be something to it. Absolutely. 
like there there's way too many stories out there like i mean grayson i of course you know whenever all the stories come in we both see them and then like whenever the people send us pictures people send us videos whenever all those things come in like you and i we both look at it and like whenever it comes to them all we're like this is creepy absolutely and it's one of those things for me that like how do you how do you know what is there and and so much folklore behind all of them that it it brings the it, it does it begs the question what have you dealt with and what have you seen and and not all paranormal stories have to be scary some of them are actually really sweet and uh, being night shift I do I, I hear a lot of great stories from from nurses and CNAs and law enforcement and some of them are really really sweet you know it, it, I think it does open that veil to if we if we accept the idea that there are angels mm-hmm. then we ha- we have to accept the idea that there's demons and if yep. we have had these ideas that your loved ones can come visit you then we we have to accept the idea that maybe there's something else that that doesn't mean you well yeah we have time for one more story since this is our first one we we are we're going to knock out one more story I got time for one more, and it, it does. It, it talks about that, and and this one I'm going to leave you on because this is one we told this week that I absolutely love, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. It really kind of started making me think of something. So, this came from a hospice nurse and was absolutely a, a, a gorgeous story. But there was an old woman who everybody knew her time was her time was near. Um, her time was near. The family had been there for days you know, in and out. She's been in and out of consciousness. She's getting close to the, getting close to the end. You don't go into hospice care and hospice nurses have a very special place in my heart. They're some of the sweetest, nicest people you'll ever meet. Hospice care is, is a wonderful thing. Palliative care is a wonderful thing. It lets people go in peace. It lets people go with dignity and it's, it's beautiful and they can go with the family and it's, it's beautiful. This lady had been in hospice care for the better half of, two weeks now been back and forth and in, in, in intensive care and you know, things, things were happening. And the story came in from a son-in-law. It was her son-in-law, but she was passing and it just was one of those things where he knew that he knew as, as a husband, his wife just had to take a break, just take a break. Like I'm going to hang out here with grandma, go take a break. So, the hospice nurse left, he left, and he's just sitting there with grandma. He hears a knock at the door. Knock at the door, and this young man comes in, says he needs to speak with Eleanor. That was the lady's name. I need to speak with Eleanor. It's going to be a couple minutes. Well, he didn't really quite understand why a younger man in his 20s would need to come and talk to Eleanor. The family had been in and out most of the day. But respectfully, he gave the man his time. He stood outside and waited until his you know until the young man came out but the young man came out with a a younger lady a young man and a a young lady exited he didn't see the young lady go in just the young man but he didn't think anything about it yeah he walked back in and you know she was still there Eleanor was still there who was that young man and lady well the lady was me Eleanor said what? 
the lady was me. The young man was Edgar, my first husband. He passed away tragically in Vietnam. We were only married for a short period of time. But he passed away. I started a whole other family. I, I, I remarried. I started a family. But he was my first love. And you, you don't understand. I will always have a part for him in my heart. And he came to collect his part. That part of him in heaven deserves to be with me. But that's the part of me that he knows. And that's the part of her soul that went with him. Wow. And it, it really, that that's a beautiful story. It's one of those ones that you, you think of things like that. Like, what does happen? You know, first husband passes away. First wife passes away. Mm-hmm. And you remarry, have other kids. Like, it, it does, it begs that question. What happens after that, you know? What do you do? You remarry, your life continues, that person's life doesn't. And I love that story because it really does give a, a sense of peace of maybe you split it. Maybe there are parts of you that belong to other people. I love that story. And it, it's one that's always that. me thanks. It's one that always me think, and it's one that I really enjoy telling and, and hearing. And and you all of your stories, guys. I really we truly enjoy getting all of your story. So please continue to send them in. And support the page. Understand we're on this one, that one. Um, we can say YouTube, right? Yeah, so we, we're literally everywhere. We're on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. Like, everywhere. And another, another thing is we're actually in the process of building up a way of where you're able to get daily stories sent straight your email like straight to your email we're in the process of setting it up and make sure you stay tuned and it's over at paranormalnightshift.com exactly go there you can sign up and you'll get daily stories and also you'll end up finding out exactly when we go live and we we hope you guys enjoyed this live i understand it's short it was a little short notice on our yes. end, we want to start scheduling them out to where the most of you guys are going to be here with us. Want to have conversations with you guys about the paranormal topics that you want us to discuss. Um, and, and this is kind of the way I want to format it. Um, yep. What I'm hoping to do is do two or three stories, fan stories that will only be told on the lives um, and do. I, I got a lot of really quick hit stories, a lot of ones that don't have a lot of detail to them, but are, are ones that you guys have sent to me that deserve to be told. They're, they're beautiful stories. They're scary stories. And a lot of them, like the one I told to begin with, are open-ended, open-ended stories. They don't have a conclusion. Right. You don't know what happens to... You don't know what happens with the doppelgangers. You don't know what happens with Ouija boards. You don't know. And I like talking about it. Uh, and again, they don't always have to be scary. So I hope you guys absolutely love them. Oh, yeah. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed the first episode. Um, yeah, this is the first I, live I, show, I, not first episode. First live. So, yes. Um, are uh, no, are we not, only doing... No, we are doing... It doesn't matter where the, where the story comes from. Yeah. And they like, don't have night shift stories either. So. No. Like ghost stories are ghost stories, and pause it. 
paranormal stories are paranormal stories. Like they're right. all amazing, and we want to hear them. Like we exactly. we want the stories. I want and the story. We want to be able to tell them. And I love the UFO stuff. I love the paranormal stuff. Um, clearly, I have Bigfoot behind me. We, if you guys <laughs> go check out the playlist, we have somewhere in the range of seventy to eighty some odd stories up right now. Yeah, right now we're at seventy. 172 on the podcast which mm-hmm. by the way just a small heads up the podcast is several stories ahead of everywhere else right the podcast it goes to the podcast first so you can tune into the podcast on spotify apple podcast google podcast anywhere and everywhere you listen to podcast it goes there first exactly and then it goes then it trickles down to everywhere so if you want to get your your fix of Paranormal Night Shift, make sure you tune into the podcast as we upload daily on the podcast. And we are about to start uploading more than just one a day. Yes. Uh, more more and more stories are coming. And some of the things that I, I want you guys to do with the, the interactive part of the pages and things like that, we're going to do a scary movie countdown. So with it being spooky season... Andy and I both have little ones running around. There's only certain so many scary movies that I can watch. Uh-huh. Um, so we're, I'm trying to come up with a best scary movies to get your kids to watch. Um, yep. The best one I found so far is Gremlins. I forgot all about Gremlins. Um, Those are good movies. It's a great movie, and Little yeah. Man loves it. And it's not just like I don't, you know, I don't want Disney Channel crazy Happy Halloween Town things like that. Yeah, like. You know, Hocus Pocus is a good movie. It's a scary movie. Um, I hadn't seen the second one, but, um, you know, Gremlins is a fun one to watch with the kids. I love a good psychological thriller. You know, sometimes it doesn't have to be Jason running around. It doesn't have to be Jason or Freddy running around for it to be scary. Um, right. The Shining the Shining and The Exorcist are two of the scariest movies ever made. So, uh-huh. um, absolutely like love doing all of them so guys this was really fun and i hope you guys do it to submit a story go to paranormalnightshift.com yes um paranormalnightshift.com is the website it'll take you to us make sure you're following us on yep. all the socials which we have all that right down at the bottom of the page so when you go to paranormalnightshift.com you scroll all the way to the bottom we have where you can find Grayson, you have where you can find me, and you have where you can find Paranormal Night Shift. Yes, and they're and they're all good. And we, I've got stories from the UK, I've got stories from Australia, I've got all sorts of different ones. So they're 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 everywhere. And this this was our first live show. Yes. Um, definitely go check out the playlist. And yeah, I, I look forward to like people like Robbie out here saying he submitted a story. It's fun. Um, uh, what is this? Leslie, Charlie. I've got Zach over here saying he's he's submitted a couple stories. Um, yeah, Wendy. Yeah. All of you guys. Thank you guys for jumping on here and being, you know, the first the being a part of the first live that we've done doing paranormal night shift. And there's more to come. I know we're gonna have a oh, yeah. lot of new stories. Oh yeah, and we're also about to have a uh, merch line as well. But. That's coming up very soon. Tyler. We have people wanting t-shirts and hoodies. 
Yes, we have had a lot of people asking for for t-shirts and hoodies, and we do have the stickers. The stickers are there. Um, yeah, stickers are already up now, but definitely. And it, you know, if you're enjoying this and you want to do this, and you want to see more of it. Um, this this will be my quick push. Go sign up to to skip ads and things like that. We do have a, yes. a podcast as well. You can support the podcast. More stories. We will be in Savannah here soon. I know that oh, we're going to weekend of October 6th. We yep. will be in Savannah, Georgia. We're going to be in Savannah. I know we're going to try to do um, a live show out of, out of Savannah. Um, a lot of cool stuff coming up with spooky season only being three or four days away. Now I'm trying to do night shift math. Um, <laughs> I know all of October, it's going to be there. Yep. So but, it's going to uh, be, but, yeah. But over on the podcast platforms, you can go ad-free because we do have that available and it's offered. And it's, yeah, it's, it's actually pretty awesome. And it's it's all for less than a latte a month. So. Less than a latte a month. Yeah. Like for it. less than a latte a month, you can listen to Paranormal Night Shift completely ad-free. <laughs> but, less than a latte a month. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that that's nice less than a latte a month yep <laughs> but with that being said got any last words <laughs> for for our very you know, first live show for our very first live show uh i i, I wish i had a good sign si- uh sign off um everything that i have i i feel like it is very um very like Walter Cronkite, like not not scary yet. So I'm gonna we'll come up there. with a good tagline. See, because I always just in the videos, I always just in the in the story. I never yeah. I never get to come back. But you know, pretty much with this one being the first one, and and to have 30 of you guys on here hanging out with us. Um, and oh, dude, we had a lot more. Yeah, we had a lot more, and I see all the people over here as well. Like people on the magical TikTok world, people on the magical Facebook world and YouTube world. If you guys are digging this, understand we're 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 two guys. We we two creators that have our own stuff that we're doing as well. This is just absolutely fun and, and a way for us to really talk about stuff that it, it that's what I love about the paranormal. It's very niche. It's a very yep. small community, but when you find your people who are just as crazy as you are, it's really fun. UFO yes. stories are coming here soon. I know you're a, a I know you're a truck driver, Andy. So I've got some lost time stories. Um, I got some alien abduction stories. I can't wait to get with uh, a lot more of the night shift nurse stories, um, and a lot of them are up already. Seventy one episodes are up already on the podcast. Go binge it. Go listen to it. Um, jump in our comments when you see us put stuff up on Facebook. The reels are up on Facebook. It leads you over to our YouTube page to where you can watch yes, full yes. episodes, yep. um, watch the full episodes and, and tell us what you think. Like, tell us what stories you want to hear. Andy's is doing an amazing job doing the reaction videos to the scary, uh, to the scary stuff you guys send us and uh, the scary videos. You guys see us. Some of these ring doorbell videos are absolutely horrifying. Yes. So, these are absolutely awesome. But with that being said, we will see y'all on the next live show. Bye.
All right, y'all have a good one, y'all. We'll see y'all on the next live show.